Welcome to Tough Talk Christian Radio. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help take you to the next step in your relationship with Christ. Tough Talk Christian Radio is brought to you by the Tough Talk Radio Network. Now here's your host, Tony Gambone. All right. Well, good afternoon or good morning, depending on what part of the country you're in. My name is Tony Gambone, and this is Tough Talk Christian Radio. And we're here every Wednesday from 11.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. Um, and just excited to be here. It's kind of a, <clears throat> excuse me, kind of a thing this week with this sinus thing happening here, being that we're at the temperature of 80 degrees at this time of the day here in Houston, Texas. So, unfortunately, for my sinuses, the winter hasn't shown up. And fortunately, for my uh, <laughs> heater, that the uh, winter hasn't showed up yet. Anyway, we have a great show today. I'm just excited to be here and have, welcoming back a, a personal friend, uh, a longtime friend, I should say, a longtime guest. Uh, I've been interviewing Pastor Bill Jenkins. Well, I guess maybe uh, five, six years now, different times of the year we have him on, and he's always bringing some stuff. He does a great thing with an almanac that we're going to talk about here in a little bit. But I'm really excited today, as I am every Wednesday, to be able to have this opportunity, as I call it, to get a little Jesus back into my life. This show gives me the opportunity to talk with others and learn what Jesus is doing in their life. And uh, the miracles that they've uh, received, the uh, troubles that they've overcome. And, you know, I I heard uh, John Maxwell say one time in a speak that uh, miracles come with problems. And the bigger the problem, the bigger the miracle. So don't give up hope. And I think that's so true. If you think back about the things that you consider that happened in your life that are miracles, you would have to realize that uh, the reason they were miracles because it was things that took care of problems that were going on in your in your world at that time. So that's something to think about as we end the year 2021 and what a year it has been. Uh, we've passed COVID into another form of virus and Well, we're still struggling with that. Uh, Vaccines, uh, uh, maybe pills now, uh, booster shots. uh, Maybe you just don't feel as though you need the vaccine. Um, There's all kinds of different things that have taken place with the word COVID, good, bad, and otherwise. And sometimes we have to stop and think about where we sit ourselves at this table. And for me, I choose to be open. Uh, People want to get a vaccine, I think they should get a vaccine. If people don't think they should get it, uh, I don't think they should get it. I try to stay out of the political way of things. <laughs> Excuse me. But for me, I think it's best to, um, well, to serve my neighbor the best I can, whether if I'm at this point in time in my, in my month of December, I'm struggling with some sinuses. I have it every year. But I'm not going to go out and go around people to where it's an issue. If they feel unsafe, I, I don't want to make them feel that way. So wherever you are on that struggle, I hope that you will do the best you can and look around your surroundings, your family, and do what's best for the people around you as well. And I don't know what that is. I don't have the answer to it, but we all know how we feel inside of ourselves and why we feel that way. So maybe that's a conversation you need to have with your, your spouse, your friend, your pastor, your neighbor, your doctor, Wherever it is, let's just get through it. 
Just like in the year 2021, we had to overcome a lot of different obstacles. I know for us here in the Houston area, we're in the remodeling business, and, uh, you know, we do a lot of kitchens and bathrooms, and I had a call this morning. Someone ordered their kitchen appliances. They should be, should, being the key word, be here by May. Can we get on the schedule for a remodel? And I'm like, wow, still that long. It's been that way for a year and a half now, almost two years, where appliances are, are I don't know, anywhere from 14 to 18 weeks out. Uh, windows, same thing. Uh, I just called for a price on some power beams, uh, some glue lamps, uh, things that we use when we take walls down. Uh, I couldn't even get a price because they don't have them in stock and don't know when they're going to have them. So it's crazy out there. And, I mean, we can go on to the issues of water, toilet paper, uh, COVID testing, all types of things, right? Everything is off the shelf right now. Everything is a major weight. Maybe we're being taught patience. I'm not sure. But I do know that if you plan on doing things in the year 2022, you're going to want to have to plan ahead. Uh, It's nice to just drop things and do things and take the family and take a ride and do different things. But I don't know how available that is right now. So let's see about uh, what Pastor Bill's going to talk to us about in the, uh, well, in the upcoming year of 2022, the prophetic plan and vision that he's put in a book. And we're going to talk about that here shortly. But I just want to give everybody some information. If you want to call into the show, it's 347 989 one three six three. Press one if you want to ask the guest a question, or you can just listen by phone by dialing that number three four seven nine eight nine one three six three. Also, if you want to be a guest on the show, share what God is doing in your lifetime. Uh, you can go to toughtalkchristianradio.com. Uh, click on uh, register to be a guest. Select the date available and a time that fits your schedule. We'd love to hear your story, your testimony. Uh, I'm, I'm a big believer that God put us all here for one main reason, and that was to tell our story. That's why we need to know our neighbors and learn about them so we can share our stories with each other, so we can share the hope of, of God with each other, by not by something you read in a book, but something that you actually witnessed in your life. So I just hope everybody takes a minute out before the year 2000. And 21 goes away and looks back at the blessings that they've received. You know, I've always been told that when you're trying to make a big decision, draw that, P, that big T on the on a piece of paper and write down the goods and the bads. It should tell you the difference. So if you can write down all the good things that happened to you and all the bad things that happened to you, I'll bet you if you look hard enough, the good things always outweigh the bad things. And if not, maybe you're doing the same thing over and over and over. And that's a discussion you need to have with yourself and maybe bring God into it and have that conversation with him. So anyway, once again, my name is Tony Gambone, and this is Tough Talk Christian Radio. The call-in number for the show is 347-989-1363. You can also email me at info at toughtalkradionetwork.com. And uh, we're going to take a very, very, very short break and bring back Pastor Bill here in just a second. So I hope everyone just stays tuned. For the upcoming show. We'll be right back after this. Do you know a family fighting cancer? The Jest Foundation nonprofit was founded right here in Katy, Texas by cancer survivor Michelle Perzan. 
whose vision is to assist those currently fighting by providing grants to help support family needs, whether spiritually, emotionally, or financially. Michelle and her family know all too well that there comes a time when the day-to-day -day needs we take for granted become impossible. Just Foundation has been able to bless 100% of the applications submitted, and now they need your help. Find out more by going to JustFoundation.org. All right. See, I'm back already. My name is Tony Gambone. If you're just tuning in, this is Tough Talk Christian Radio. I'm the host of the show, and my special guest today is a gentleman by the name of Pastor Bill Jenkins, and we're going to bring him up here in a second. I just want to tell you a little bit about him. He's a, an apostle of God with a prophetic voice who works to release messages of hope in our world. And, you know, I'm going to stop right there because that's well needed. And without wasting any time, I'm going to let him explain the rest. Pastor, Pastor Bill, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Tony. Good to be with you. And uh, sorry, uh, your allergies are bothering you. And uh, you got some nice weather out there in Texas. I'm in California, and our weather ain't even that nice. But it's always good to be with yeah, you. It's a, so thanks for having me. It's our pleasure. And you know, uh, I apologize, uh, and I, I got to tell everybody, not just you. I'm usually uh, telling my guests to be on the show ten minutes early, so we can make sure we have a good sound check. Okay. And I got back to my computer to open up the lines, and I thought, well, it's, what, 54 seconds, so I had to dial in really quick, so I apologize for not chatting with you ahead of time, but as always, I'm excited to have you on our show. You mentioned you're from California. Let's let the, the listeners know a little bit about you. Are you from California originally, and if not, how did you get there? No, I'm from Chicago, Illinois. That's where I was born, and I was raised, and so I went to Bible school in Dallas, Texas, uh, you know, a few hours from where you're at, and then, uh, you know, I pastored in Indiana for 27 years, and then I needed a new challenge in my life, and so I moved to California. Uh, my family, my wife, my three boys, we left everything. We uh, had, uh, you know, uh, accumulated, and we moved to California to start a brand-new church, and uh, it's called Destiny Christian Center, and we're trying to help people find their destiny. And so that's where we're at, about 30 minutes from L.A. in a town called Rancho Cucamonga, California. And so I have a great wife, 23 years, three boys, 21, 19, and 17. They're my first church. But uh, I love to preach the word. I love to give the word. And uh, several years ago, the Lord told me to write books to get what he gave me out in book form. And so that's what I've been doing. And uh, every year I write a prophetic almanac in order to get the vision out for the coming year. And if I'm correct, you've been doing that since 2015 or longer? Yeah, that was the first year I started writing books. I, uh, you know, so I really, uh, you know, uh, started with you. You started with me. So I appreciate all the support and all the time you've given me. And uh, you've always been good to me, and I appreciate it. Well, it's, it, you know, I, I, I tell people all the time, especially in the beginning of the show, Wednesday is a, is a great day. I get to do the radio and get to get a little Jesus. And, you know, we live in a world that's fast. And, uh, of course, it's been written a lot of different ways. But we seem to slide off track from Sunday to Sunday. And so Wednesday gives me a little bit of a, a kick. And maybe it's only an hour and a half and maybe it's a day and a half sometimes. But I always get to understand what's going on with other people's lives. So, <laughs> excuse me. And, I, you know, I... If it wasn't that you were my guest today, I wouldn't have this pile of lozenges and try to 
be able to talk on the show, but I couldn't turn it down. I want to I want to uh, give you a chance to explain when when we say a prophetic almanac, and that you, well, you have been listed to to be a prophetic voice. Now, for those newcomers to the Lord. And and for uh, us that have been here a little while and for those that have been there a long time, can you explain how that comes upon someone? How would they even understand it? Is it supernatural? Is it something that a lot of people are gifted with? Are you just a special individual that God selected? Or can you can you talk a little bit about that? Well, absolutely. Well, I'm no I'm not special. I'm no better or worse than anybody else. Um, but, you know, there are certain callings that are in people's lives, and these are not titles that I put on myself. These are titles that other people have given to me over the years as they have seen different things that I have said come to pass, and as I have dug into the Word and given different uh, things that I believe are going to come to pass, and as they come to pass, then people start to, you know, label you. Right or wrong, good or bad, it makes no difference. Bottom line is I'm just a Christian who loves the Lord, and uh, I have a couple titles to me that other people have given me. But the prophetic almanac is sort of like the farmer's almanac. The farmer's almanac, you know, gives you all kinds of information about the worldly things, the weather, stuff like that. The prophetic almanac is the spiritual equivalent. So what I do is I give you what the vision is for the coming year. The Bible says that without the, a vision, the people perish. So a vision is one of the most important things you can have. When we start a new year, what do we do? New Year's resolutions. I hate that word resolution, so we always say New Year's commitments. But we make commitments or resolutions, whatever it may be, in order to be a better person. And so that's what I want to do in these prophetic almanac books that I release every year is help you to be a better person by knowing the vision, by looking at that specific number. For instance, 22 is the number for 22. Uh, And so what we do is we look in the Bible. Where is it mentioned? When it's mentioned, what does it mean? What does it revolve around in order to develop a vision for our coming year so that we can be successful and be in the perfect will of God for that year? Mm -hmm. Now, I just really get excited when I listen to people like yourself who understand things that I have read or looked at or tried to even memorize, and you get things out of it that I just can't get. And I think that's, well, I think God gives us all a, a, a gift of sort that allows us to be who we are, right? And I, I think it's really cool to discover the secrets of God in 2022 uh, uh, or a new innovative way, right? So when you look at the number 22 what does it mean and and where well, is it mentioned in the bible yeah well here's the thing you know i couldn't do your job you know you talk about construction and doing all that different things there's no way i can't even put a, a nail in a wall so that to me is just foreign so god gives us all gifts and as we work together you know that's how things get done and so what I have done years ago is I needed a new, fresh, fresh approach to studying the Word. So the Lord began to open my eyes to studying names, numbers, colors, places, people, symbols of the Bible. I even wrote a whole book on just the names, numbers, symbols, places, people of the Bible. And so uh, what I do is I look at this number 22 for the prophetic almanac for 2022, and I see that it's mentioned nine times. It's mentioned nine different times in the Bible, which is not a lot. Think about it. There's 31,102 verses in the Bible, but only nine mentions 
of the number 22. So when it's mentioned, it revolves around three things. Number one, it revolves around marriage. So I believe God really wants us to focus in on our marriages. The devil is out to get our marriages. He's out to destroy our marriages. He's out to divide us because if we can be united and walk in agreement within that family unit of the husband and wife, then we can defeat the devil. Marriage is mentioned actually 22 times in the Bible. And when you look at Genesis 2:22, we read that God brought forth a woman from the rib of a man to be by his side. So marriage is the first institution or organization that God created. He only created three. The first one was marriage. And so we have to honor marriage. We have to get back to understanding the purpose of marriage. We have to feed our marriages so that our marriages can grow. We see marriages fail not just outside but now inside the church. And so I believe 2022 is a year when we got to focus in on the number one earthly relationship we have, which is our marriages. But 22 also, when it's mentioned in the Bible, revolves around doubling of the disorder. So I would love to tell you that I think things are going to get way better, but I'm not sure that they will in 2022, because I believe it's going to be a year of doubling of the disorder. 2022 is not going to be a normal year. The number 22 is made up of 11 times 2. So 11 times 2 equals 22. 11 is the number of chaos and confusion. So when you double the number 11, you have a doubling of the disorder, mental disorder, physical disorder, personality disorder, financial disorder, civil disorder, political disorder. Every disorder you can think of, I think, is going to be released upon the earth. Now, where sin abounds, grace much more abounds, but we still have to be ready to, you know, go into this next year understanding that, you know, we're going to face some trouble. Think about it. The book of Revelation has 22 chapters, and it's mostly about the trouble that occurs during the last days before Jesus' return. King Ahab the Bible says, reigned for 22 years and was the worst king of Israel, and he promoted evil throughout the entire land. King Amon started his reign at 22, and he was the worst king of Judah. So you see the worst king of Israel, the worst king of Israel had 22 connected to them. So there's going to be a disrupting of the regular order of things to even a greater level in the coming year. But thankfully, third of all, the number 22 revolves around the Holy Spirit. John 20, 22 is our scripture for the year. The Bible says that Jesus said to his disciples that they needed to receive the Holy Spirit, but it's where Jesus breathed on them. You remember Adam was alive, but he wasn't living until God breathed in his nostrils. The disciples, they were alive, but they were not living until Jesus breathed on them. So I believe this is going to be a year when the power of the Holy Spirit is going to come upon us in a new, fresh way. We're going to have more energy, more life. I believe that even though we're going to go through struggles, that God's going to give us the grace to be able to overcome any and all things that come our way. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, listen, we have resurrection power. So we don't have to be defeated. We don't have to be down. We don't have to be discouraged. We can overcome any and all things. So marriage, doubling of the disorder, and the Holy Spirit are three things that the number 22 revolves around when it's mentioned in the Bible. That's really cool. Uh, I, I, um, I now now I'm going to be looking at this, but as you're talking about doubling of disorder, and I, I and only because, well, if you happen to watch the news nowadays, it's just uh, well, it's almost depressing. It, it makes you want to go and watch Law and Order reruns instead. Um, it's just <laughs> crazy what's going on out there, and you're saying now that it's going to get worse, okay, and I, I think sometimes that the Lord um, allows us to go down that path the wrong way as far as we want, but the fact is is he will correct us, and sometimes our corrections aren't what we thought it were going to be, and it's, it's harder than we ever imagined, but more rewarding than possible. 
So it, do you think that this, at the end of the year 2022, that our ways as people might be more caring, or you think it'll be worse? Well, here's what I think. I think because there's a doubling of the disorder, people are going to get sick of all of the trouble that's going on, whether it's politically or whether it's uh, financially or civilly. People are going to get tired of it. So I think in the long run what's going to happen is it's going to end up bringing us together, but I don't think we're quite ready to be brought together until things end up getting just a little bit worse. People do not change until they feel uncomfortable. So I don't think we're uncomfortable enough. I think we've learned to deal and accept and handle things instead of really getting delivered from things. And I think that because, you know, we have adjusted and adapted in many ways to all of the things that have been thrown at us, we have not been as uncomfortable as we needed to be in order to change. So the whole purpose of, you know, God allowing some of these things to go on is to make us sick of sickness, to make us sick of sin, to make us sick of Satan, to make us sick of everything that's going around. So I think once we get to that point, I think, you know, that's when things are going to begin to change. Things are going to begin to look up. Now, remember, I'm not giving you a doom and gloom message here. What I'm trying to tell you is that even in the midst of all the disorder, that God's grace is still going to prevail. Jesus said, in this world, you're going to have trouble, tribulation, stress, trials, problems. There's no way around it. You can't go to church enough, read the word enough, pray enough to avoid trouble. Jesus had it. You're going to have it. But the bottom line is, God's grace is sufficient. We're going to make it through as long as we're connected to the Lord. But there's going to be things that are going to have to happen and continue to go on in our world in order for the world to get so sick of sickness and sin and Satan that they begin to turn to the Lord so that the prophetic end time revival that the Bible talks about can actually take place. And so I'm not here to give you bad news. I'm here to give you good news. Yes, the doubling of the disorder is going to take place, but in the midst of it, God's grace is going to be able to keep us and sustain us through all of those things. Mm. The reason why I asked all this is because we have a lot of negative thinkers out there. And and I know that this show has helped some people change their way of thinking. And, And I know that the Lord uses it how he chooses best. But in a situation like this here, rolling into the uh, into the new year, uh, I'll give you, for instance, uh, I believe it was two weeks ago yesterday, maybe two weeks ago Monday, my wife and I went to Galveston, stayed overnight in a hotel so we could be awake and be in a quiet to write our goals for personal and business goals for the year 2022. And we did that. We went out and had dinner. It was a nice day. It just really worked out great. Came home all excited, had a printed them all out on a piece of paper. But like a lot of people, and I'm guilty of this myself, at, after we do that or we make our New Year's commitment or change or whatever it is we're going to do, we put that piece of paper, if we print it out, and, and we put it away. And all year long, we never see it. So, yeah, it was great in the moment, but at the end of the day, there was no opportunity to remind yourself of it. So I came home. I printed it out. About, I, now, I'll say it was two days later before I printed it out and I put it on my desk and I put it on my, another copy on my wife's desk. And she said, well, we have this on Google drive. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, if I don't see it every day, I'm not going to remember what it is that I committed to doing. So how important do you think it is when a, 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 a husband and a wife, a family, uh, a, a business partners, uh, neighbors, uh, community leaders, they make their new commitment for the new year. You know, uh, maybe it's a small group study, a Bible study at church. 
how important do you think it is to keep that visual in front of you and review it daily so that you can, you know, understand your commitment and what it is you need to do? Like, I mean, having goals is great, but with no action, what it has to call it a dream or something, right? So what's your take on that? Yeah, I think that's uh, exactly true. I think, you know, one thing that we always do, and if people go to PastorBillJenkins.org, they can download a sheet that I give out to people every year, whether it be our church or those who follow us on our website, is I give you a sheet, and it's all about setting personal goals, uh, marital goals, financial goals, relational goals, professional goals, uh, every go- everything you can think of. I give you a little spot for you to fill it in. And then what we do for our church people is, They make a copy, we give it to them, we fold it, we put it in an envelope, and then we give it back to them at the end of the year. And one of the things my wife even mentioned recently was how we should get a little frame and put the goals for each of our boys that they make in a frame so that they can see it every day. You know, Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2, the Bible says that we need to write the vision, make it clear so that they that read it can run with it. So I think, you know, we can't just run around and have a bunch of goals and have a bunch of resolutions. That doesn't work. It lasts a couple of days. You know, how many times do people say, I want to lose weight. I want to, you know, exercise. I'm going to go to church. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then it doesn't last. Well, if you keep it before you, if you keep it on the forefront of your mind, you're going to have a much better shot at you know, reminding yourself of these things so that you can do it. 365 days doesn't seem like a lot until you get into the year, and then it's a whole lot, right? So we need to keep those goals on the forefront of our mind. We need to set goals, but we also need to enforce those goals, make sure that we're doing things every day. When I make goals, I made goals for 25 years, Tony. I've met my goals every year for 25 years. I don't say that in a bragging way, but the way I do it is I keep those goals in the forefront of my mind every single day. I look at my goals. I make sure that I'm doing everything that I need to do because it's important to me, and I believe it's important to God. So I can't control other people, but I can't control myself. So I draw a circle around myself instead of pointing the finger at others, and I say, let the goal setting and let the goal meeting begin with me. So I don't just don't set them just to do it. I really keep it on the forefront of my mind. So I think that's a very important thing for us to do. It's not just set the goals, but keep it in the forefront of your mind. Review it. Look at it. Don't just look at it every month or every six months, man. Look at it every day. If it's important to you, if you really want to change, if you really want to be better, you can be. God isn't holding you back. You're the only one holding yourself back. So if you want to be better, you've got to set those goals. They've got to be meaningful goals. They've got to be manageable goals. They've got to be meaningful goals. They've got to be goals that you can meet. You know, you don't want to set so high a goals that you're not going to be able to meet them and get discouraged. So it's very important you set good godly goals and then look at them. Be on top of it every day. Keep it on the forefront of your mind. Get you a little picture frame. Put that little 8 by 10 piece of paper in there and look at those goals. Read it every day until you achieve it. When you do that, I promise you, not only are you going to feel better about yourself, but everything in your life is going to start to look different because you're going to be heading in a direction, heading towards the Lord, and whenever we do that, we're always going to be better because of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm a – You know, at the age of 65, I'm learning more now than I think I ever allowed myself to learn uh, in the last 50-some years. You know what I mean? And and that's because, uh, I guess, uh, 11 years ago, when I found the Lord, I opened my mind up to new things. I've always been open to getting uh, help as a a business owner, coaching, you know, for your business or life coaching. But I've really found that uh, – 
by doing that, you're held accountable every week when you get on a call. And and I think that if you write your goals out and you write your actions out, what you what you want to do, whatever you call on that piece of paper, uh, I think it's important that we have that same conversation that we would have with our coach. We hire a coach because they get a, a view from way up above. But when you bring God into your world and you, 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 you know, communicate with him every week and you hold yourself accountable to what you're speaking to him, he has a view from way up ahead. So he can see way more than any coach that you're hiring. So we should look to that. And I think that having that, that piece of paper that's going to hold us accountable for doing the right things that we want to do, I just think that makes us better people, and I think it will help us stay more committed to being a more loving person because, hey, when you, when you conquer, you're happy. When you're happy, you know, uh, I always say if, if people in church are smiling, they're listening. Uh, and, so, and that comes from being happy about what they're hearing and what the Lord's doing with them. So I think that's really huge. Um, I wanted to touch on number three thing that you said about John twenty twenty two. Uh, you know, Jesus breathed on to, to them, but the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, the the Holy Spirit lays some things on myself. Uh, when I'm in church, uh, I, I feel this thing come over me. It's, it's almost embarrassing sometimes to talk about it, but it's just, it's what I've been explained is the Holy Spirit. So when you say the power of the Holy Spirit, that's a huge, huge strength of power, right? So explain to me the benefit that's going to come from the Holy Spirit, you know, at, you know having that power more so this year coming than, than the year past. Well, listen, all you have to do is look at the jobs of the Holy Spirit to see how the Holy Spirit's going to benefit us in 2022. What does the Holy Spirit do? Well, according to John 14, 16, the Holy Spirit comforts us. So if you're down, if you're lonely, if you're hurting, if you need to be comforted, uh, then the Holy Spirit can do that. I, I preached a message last week how, you know, there's a difference between a blanket and a comforter. A comforter is something that's just, man, it's cozy and it's warm and you cuddle all up and a blanket just covers you. But a, a, a comforter does more than just cover you. It warms you. It soothes you. It makes you feel better. And so that's what the Holy Spirit does, and he comforts us. But he also, he reveals things. So I believe this is a year the Holy Spirit's going to reveal stuff to us that we need to do, that we need to change, we need to work on. He also declares the things of God. So he manifests the plans and purposes of God in our life. He also instructs us. Uh, whenever we need to be taught, the Holy Spirit can teach us. So whenever you read the word, one of the best things you can do is say, Holy Spirit, reveal the word to me. Instruct me through the word because that's an important thing. The Holy Spirit also reminds us. You know, the older you get, sometimes you become more forgetful. Sometimes it doesn't have anything to do with age. It just has to do with our own mental laziness. But if we ask the Holy Spirit to remind us of different things, see, when you've been taught, when you have something in you, uh, it's going to come out. You may forget it from time to time, but the bottom line is you ask the Holy Spirit to remind you of things, and he will. The Bible says in John 14, 26, he'll bring into remembrance all things that the Lord has spoken unto you. So if you've read it once or a hundred times, when you ask the Holy Spirit to do that, he will remind you, and he also guides us. 
he guides us into all truth. He guides us like a GPS on our vehicle. He gives us, uh, you know, directions in our life. So this is a year, I believe, when we talk about the power of the Holy Spirit, he's going to bring great comfort. He's going to bring uh, revelation to us. He's going to guide us, remind us, instruct us. He's going to declare and manifest the presence and the power of God. Think about this. A spiritless person is a lifeless person. Adam was given life, but he didn't become a living soul until God breathed in his nostrils. So our instructions for this year are to live in the Spirit, walk in the Spirit, give in the Spirit, pray in the Spirit, worship in the Spirit, love in the Spirit, forgive in the Spirit. Whatever we do, we ought to do it in the Spirit. And so if we can learn to do that, we're going to be successful, we're going to be blessed, and we're going to achieve everything that God wants us to achieve here in 2022. Mm. So in California, there's a lot of, uh, well, it's all over the country. But because California is so big, and we're going to pick on it for a second, there's a lot of the health issues. There's a lot of the uh, – just a lot of things different than, let's say, the state of Texas, right? And Or let's go better yet, the, the state of uh, – or the city of Chicago or the state of Indiana. When you went there, was there something that you noticed different that – you believe God brought you there for? I mean, <laughs> well, I could, that's uh, I, I have a I have a hard time seeing you leave Chicago. I mean, you got the Chicago beef sandwich, you got the the deep dish pizza, and then you go to Indiana, and now you went to California. What is it that you? What do you feel as though you're there for, and have you met it yet? Well, here's the thing: it's all about the call of God. So I would rather. Uh, you know, be where God wants me to be and where God calls me than to be where I want to be. Man, there's tons of other places that I would rather be than California. California has great weather, trust me. Great snow on the mountains, 70, 80 degree weather. Even when it gets to be 100, there's no humidity. So the weather is great. The people are awesome, but there's a lot of liberal thinking here in California. So have I fulfilled the whole purpose that God has sent me here for? No, but we've begun it. You know, the devil has tried to fight us even through COVID, you know. Uh, we're still on lockdown here in California for the most part in many uh, ways. You know, we have people sitting outside and we have people inside for our services, people watching via streaming. And so, you know, we're here to sort of tear down the walls uh, to release the power of the Holy Spirit, to you know, maybe let people look at the gospel in a different way. Uh, I believe God wants to bring revival to our nation, and I believe California is probably one of the best places that revival could start because California needs it probably more than, you know, most states. And so God sent me here, and it's a mission field. So just like he could have sent me to a foreign country, he sent me to California to sort of, you know, take on that bold prophetic spirit, that anointing like Elijah to confront the enemy, to tear down the strongholds, and to really release the word of God. Because we know when we release the word of God that great things are going to happen and that God's power can truly be released and his anointing can really begin to minister to people. So that's why we're here. Have we fulfilled it? Oh, absolutely not. God's unlocking doors and opening new things every single day. But you know what? We're taking it one step at a time. We're doing everything that we can. We're trying to be patient. We're moving uh, in the direction toward the Lord. And we're just believing God for revival to start here. You know, California is known as the left coast. You know, everybody, you know, thinks everybody out here is liberal and weird and strange, but they're not. There's a lot of great people out here 
who really, uh, you know, I believe are on the brink of, you know, a great revival that I think can spread uh, all the way east, all across our country, and it can start right here in California. So that's one of the reasons I believe God sent me. That's one of the reasons I'm here, and that's one of the reasons why I'm believing for great things to happen. Mm. I, I I just uh, and I, I think I've told you this before is your your enthusiasm is contagious, and I believe that's probably why God uses you, and you, you have a very big job in California. And the size of the state has nothing to do with it. Uh, it's the, uh, it's just the job of of having to do what you're doing. You know, people go to work from nine to five at a corporate office, or they have their own business and they can turn it on and turn it off. But when you work for the Lord, it's twenty four seven. So, um, I I just don't uh, I I don't I don't uh, I don't even know how to say it. I I just really am in. Uh, blessed to be able to say I know you, first of all. And second of all, I, I just think that it's awesome what you do. The the Almanac is, uh, is very cool, okay? Uh, I'm raised in, right outside of Philadelphia, so I'm not like an Almanac guy, like so I guess because I'm not raised on a farm because that's what the most uh, thing, I guess you would think that you use an Almanac for that maybe years and years and years ago. But the way you're using this is really cool. Can you tell everyone how they can purchase your book? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, they can go to Amazon. They can download it on ebook Kindle. They can go to eBay. Um, it even got picked up by Walmart, so that's pretty cool. Uh, Walmart has picked this up, so it's at Barnes & Noble. Uh, you can go to just about any bookstore, and you can get a copy of it. But the best place to go to would be PastorBillJenkins.org. So that's PastorBillJenkins.org. That way you can get all 16 of my books. You can listen to the archive programs we have for the Prophetic Almanac radio program. And then you can connect with me on social media like Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube to get my Minute That Matters. It's a one-minute little video devotional every single day. So Monday through Friday. It's 60 seconds. It's one minute. It's a video devotional. We give you some great little nuggets. I get a lot in in one minute. And I just release a prophetic word for the day into your life. And so if you go to PastorBillJenkins.org, you can get uh, everything you need. It's the one-stop shop. It's available at Amazon. You can download it on ebook, Kindle, have it on your phone or, you know, a little iPad or whatever. But I always encourage people to go to PastorBillJenkins.org and get a copy so they can check out all the other things including the free radio programs that we do, and then the Minute That Matters on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Yeah, and, you know, are are you still doing the podcast? We're doing podcasts. We're doing radio programs. We're doing TV stuff. We're doing everything we can to try to get the word out, man. You know, we're doing streaming on Sundays and Wednesdays from our church. We're just – we're trying to do everything we can. That's our hope. That's our heart is to get the word out. We believe if people can get the word, then it can change their lives forever. Yeah, you are you, you are killing it. And I'll tell you, you, I don't know when you sleep, but you stay pretty busy. So I know you're touching a lot of hearts and, and helping a lot of people uh, find the Lord and get their way through the problems that we occur every day. And uh, now that uh, that I have found the Lord, I don't know what I was thinking beforehand, but um, there's a lot of us, a lot of people out there that need that help as well. So it's very thankful and blessed to 
have you spend your time with us and share what you're doing and, you know, uh, and keep us up to date. I, I love the fact that I know that twice a year you're going to check in with us and give us an update on what's going on. I just always look forward to that. So I want to say thank you for, for doing that as well. Well, thank you, man. Always appreciate being with you. Love, uh, love uh, who you are and love what you're doing. And uh, just uh, thankful that you continue to have me on. I'm going to be praying for uh, Texas and Houston and you and your family for God's best to be yours here in 2022. Well, I appreciate you, man. And I, I just can't explain how much love there is for you and what you're doing from Chicago all the way to California. I can't wait to make it to Texas or we get to California so we can stop and meet face to face. Uh, feels like, uh, I don't know, feels like a long time friendship, but we've never met face to face. It's the power that God has put in, in, in internet radio. And there's a lot of good to the internet and the zoom calls and the live streaming. And you know, we're able to do a lot of good things with it as well. So just very thankful for that blessing. Absolutely. And believe it or not, I'm going to be having me a Chicago deep dish Giordano's pizza that was delivered to me today for lunch. So uh, you bring it up, hey, man, there's nothing better than Italian beef and some Chicago pizzas. So I'm going to be having one today. I'm going to have a slice for you too, my friend. I'm in walking distance of a little restaurant attached to a uh, a gas station, actually, and it's a, pretty much a drive through There's two tables inside of it, but uh, it's it's as good as Portello's beef sandwiches. So, oh my goodness! And I'm told that, that by people that are from Chicago. So, unfortunately, that sausages and beef combo is in walking distance from me. I try to stay away from it, but uh, <laughs> gotta love it. So, hey man, have a have a great day and a blessed new year. I look forward to hearing from you again. Stay in touch and uh, oh, almost forgot. Give someone out there a piece of information that they can carry into 2022 that can help them out. I mean, it's something other than the fact that they must go buy the newest book. It's on my social media post. You can pick it up there, or you can go right to the website uh, at Bill, PastorBillJenkins.org. But how about a piece of information that they might be able to carry with them through the new year? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, here's the thing. Keep your head up no matter what comes your way. Know that God is with you. God created you to be a winner. God did not create you to be a loser. You were not born to be a loser. You were born to win. And so when you're connected to the Lord, you're going to be a winner. So feed yourself on the things of God. Starve yourself on the things of this world. Stay connected to the Lord. And no matter what comes your way in 2022, you're going to become a winner because God is for you. God is on your side. And if God be for you, it doesn't matter who is against you. Awesome. Thank you, man. Folks, I apologize. We're running late. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be coming back and wrapping up the show. I just want to leave you one piece of information. First of all, let me, I, I, I lied Two. pastor bill Jenkins.org. Visit that site, pick up the book. <laughs> Excuse me. The second piece is the things you learn today, tomorrow, and the next day as we want to teach it to our children and to our neighbors, let's do it with illustration, not with instruction. So I hope that everyone has a blessed, safe, happy new year, and we'll see you next year. Pastor Bill, thanks again, man. Appreciate you. Thank you, man. Happy new year. 
You have been listening to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone, brought to you by the Tough Talk Radio Network. A special thanks to all of our sponsors. If you'd like to be a sponsor or a guest, please visit toughtalkradionetwork.com for more information.